Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I have a very exciting episode today. Um, I was just hanging out with Trev, random Tuesday, and Kim, for who I met in Bali, texted me and said, have you seen this yet? And it was a picture of Amanda Francis's um, Instagram story being like, I had a podcast interview canceled. Does anyone want to interview me for your podcast? Tell me, tell me why I should go on your podcast. And I just like sent her a quick message and she picked me. I mean, shockingly, not shockingly. Should I own that? I don't know. And um, so this is an interview with the famous Amanda Francis, um, money queen. And I'm pumped. And if you are interested in doing her money mentality makeover, I've done her course. It's so good. I come back to it again and again. And I have a link in my show notes. So that's awesome. And I hope you guys enjoy this interview. We chatted all things kind of money, body, business, all of the manifestation hacks. And um, I just love her. She's my idol. So shout out to Amanda Francis for letting me interview her. And I hope you guys enjoy. Hello, I have arrived. Can you hear Hello. me? Hello. Yes, I can. <laughs> okay, hi. Sorry I'm late. Each one ran a little bit over. So, you know. That's all good. I kind of, I was saying to my fiance, I was like, she's famously late for everything. So I see. <laughs> yeah, but this time it's legit. It's because I was, you know, doing mother interviews, but yes, I am here. <laughs> um, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. I'm pumped. Oh, I think it's going to be so fun. I'm so happy it worked. Yeah. Um, so basically my kind of deal is I talk a lot about manifesting dream body. So I wanted to hear a little bit oh. kind of your opinion on that. I, I kind of use manifestation techniques to lose 35 pounds and I know you've talked about it before. So I was oh, I'm so into this. This is yeah. so great. I was wondering kind of your history with and relationship with food and your body image to start out. Oh, this is so good. Okay. So, oh, no one ever asked me about this. This is great to have a new topic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I would say my history is never really, you know, we have images in our mind of like who we're not, you know what I mean? Or like how we're not measuring up. So as a child, it was like, I wasn't the cute little blonde girl and something in my head believed that that was the most like loved type of child or human or person or something. So I carry, and I was like, I remember being a cheerleader and being a base, not the flyer, right? All these little things that said, you're not the cute little tiniest one. Mm -hmm. And I think that went on through my life of like not fully accepting something about like who I naturally was in my body, you know, like I was never the skinniest or the littlest or the tiniest or whatever. And so I think any image we hold in our mind, right? Any image we hold in our mind, any belief we hold about our body, we just manifest it more and more and more and more and more. So I think Mm -hmm. if you watch my body, Um, If I were to like look at it from like post high school, like on, it was kind of like my stomach got a little, little, a little bit bigger here and there. And like, you know what I mean? Just like kind of the image I was holding continued to perpetuate, not in the direction of my desire, but I didn't know I had control over it. Mm -hmm. So I would say I had a big transformation when I was around 23 And it was just like I teach. I just didn't, I couldn't have put it in these words at the time. But um, I I realized that if I believed I could have the body I wanted and I took whatever inspired action, once again, not the words I would use, but whatever inspired action I was led to, then I could create something else. And my inspired actions at that time were just like, I was going to go to the gym every single day before I went home 
and do some cardio and learn some things about weights. And I was, it wasn't every single day, but it was like a lot of days. And I was going to start asking myself how food felt to me and if something else felt better. And so through substituting food and moving my bodies in ways that became very fun and desirable and felt very good, I lost probably about 30 pounds as well. Mm-hmm. And then what happened after that? So I guess in the time after that, it's been pretty much like a, a tweaking and refining process that's actually been kind of fun. Because I, I guess where I'm at now is I don't judge myself for anything going on in my body. I understand that anything I have, I created with my thoughts and feelings and behaviors and expectations and actions mm-hmm. and that I can change anything. So present day, it's really, really, really fun because it's like, what kind of arms do I want? What kind of abs do I want? Like, do I believe my boobs can continue to be perky? <laughs> yeah, I do actually think that. Like, can yeah. I grow a butt? And then there's actions, right? Like the actions of whatever it is, you know, like I live in LA, so I'm not anti-Botox or fillers yeah. or any of it. Like, diff- I think different, like a girl in my mastermind a few months ago was like manifesting boobs. And she was like, I feel really guided to the certain surgeon. And I was like, I don't think going to talking to talking to a surgeon about your boobs, it, it means that you're not manifesting properly. Those can be inspired actions too. So yeah, that's my whole riff. I just think we can design our bodies and it can be a lot of fun and we can love ourselves through the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that a long, long, long answer? <laughs> no, but that, that is like exactly how I feel too. Would you like, I, like I'm doing your money mentality makeover and your money book, obviously. I don't know. <gasps> you see me on the, can you see me on the video right now? I don't know. If you can. Huh? can you see me on the video right now? Yeah, I see you right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yay. I love that. It's on my wall. But I was going to say, If you could apply your money manifesting principles to manifesting weight loss, is there anything else you'd add to that? To weight loss. I get, you know, this is interesting because I'm very comfortable looking at numbers and you might have an opinion on this. I don't know. I'm very comfortable looking at numbers when it comes to like money numbers, like income numbers, impact numbers, bank account numbers, like social media numbers. Mm -hmm. I guess I don't look at weight. And not for any real choice other than I don't think weight's a very good determinant of my overall health Mm -hmm. or size or muscle mass. Mm -hmm. So I don't really think about weight loss, but I do. It's so funny. I don't know that I've ever put this full circle till this moment. I do now today believe I'm the cute little blonde girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I know. It's funny when you said that. I was like, but you are that cute. <laughs> but I didn't identify as that, but I guess I held that as something I wanted. Yeah. And without judging or resenting myself, I do feel pretty little and I do, I am blonde. (laughs) Yeah. So would you say, like, do you believe, do you think it comes down to your beliefs in terms of like food and workouts? Because I I tell my clients, like, you don't have to work out unless you're feeling called to. What's kind of your opinion on that? Yeah. I don't think you have to work out. There's plenty of people. Um, My good friend, Jessica, um, talks about this online sometimes. Jessica Caver Lindholm is her name. Jessica talks about um, her belief is that she's naturally skinny. Mm -hmm. And it's this core belief she has inside of her. And she used to be very tortured with food from what she shares, food and working out and all this stuff. 
And she's someone like I love a workout class. Like I can be in a bar class or Pilates reformer class and be very happy. Mm-hmm. She hates workout classes, so she has this like really great body. And it's like, well, what do you do? And she's like, well, sometimes I ride my bike to the pub. But we also go kayaking on the weekends and maybe hike. It's like she has wow. an active life. Yeah, but you could not get the girl to go to a gym. It's just <laughs> not the vibe for her. Mm-hmm. So. I think what typically happens, and also when she talks about food, I notice that she talks about how she eats whatever she wants, and she does eat whatever she wants, but because she loves herself and loves her life, it seems like she does focus on getting herself enough energy like through her work day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that would be one example of one person where when I watch them, and they really have their body beliefs locked in, and I watch them, and I'm like, they do make good food choices and they do move their body, but they don't have rules. Yeah. Because when you get into rules, you get into, I didn't do enough. I didn't get it right. The not, that wasn't enough cardio. That wasn't heavy enough weights. I skipped too many days and I shouldn't have eaten those Cheetos. And that's just not a vibe for like, you know, your internal like self talk, you know what I mean? And self love and self worth. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that answer. Um, what would you say to someone that's been doing like all the work, but hasn't really seen the results yet in their bodies or finances? Any tips for that? Mm, yeah. <laughs> so a couple things. Yeah. Sometimes when the results haven't come through yet, there's almost like a divine rearranging happening where you held one belief and one energetic stance for so long, and that's still creating a reality. And over time, as you hold the new belief and take the new actions, you will create a new reality. And that's totally coming through. But sometimes we have like old things we've set into motion that are like, you know, kind of rearranging, changing and wrapping up, if that makes sense. So that's one is like, I think the reason I'm so successful with money is because I view it as such like a long term forever journey. It's a forever relationship. I'm not trying to solve it once and for all. I'm working with it all the time. I look at my limiting beliefs. I look at my fears. I look at my ideas. I rearrange it all. And I get myself into the vibration of being available to receive more, Mm -hmm. to trusting myself with more, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So if someone's bank account isn't where they want it to be or their body isn't where they want it to be, I would look at what in you doesn't feel worthy of it, what in you doesn't believe you can have it, what in you is afraid something bad will happen if you get it. Like I've sat around with girlfriends before and been like, do you feel it's safe to get hotter? And we all had some kind of idea that if we got harder, we'd be physically unsafe in the world. We'd be too desirable. A man would do something crazy. Yeah. So clearly that's living, living in women's subconscious somewhere. If all of us were like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So people might not think it's safer to have more money because the tax man's going to get it or you're not going to be able to handle it well or you're going to have to give it away to something you don't want to or you're going to have to pay off your debt when you actually really want to buy Chanel first. Like whatever. <laughs> but... I think when we own that we're in charge of our creation, we're in charge of the creation of our body, we're in charge of the creation of our money, when we're in charge of our own creation, it's just like anything that we're seeing is just evidence of how we've been vibrating, what we've been thinking, and we can change our thoughts and our feelings and our ideas and our imaginations and our stories and our vibrations, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, Do you believe in choosing one focus at a time or do you try to keep it more general in terms of manifestation? Like I've noticed, do you dive into Neville Goddard at all? I haven't, but I know he's vibey. 
Yeah. I know people really like him. I think we're not that different. Me and him like super different. Very similar. Pretty much. Yeah. People, yeah. From time to time, I feel like maybe I'm reincarnated. I feel um, like you are because you guys are my favorite manifestation teachers and I love it. There's a couple really, really old ones that I've never read. I can't think of the guy right now that I stumbled upon and I had never read him before. And I was like, wow, he says what I say. Or that Florence uh, Chauvel Shin lady. I don't know if you know her. She's an old one. But there's a few of these really old ones where I'm like, did I do this in a former life? Was I one of these people? Because no one taught me this and I, I like know some of this. Anyway, okay, sorry, yeah. continue. <laughs> um, yeah, so I found like using Neville stuff, it's about visualization. And if I pick like uh-huh. one focus and I get really focused on it, it can happen really quickly. Like I manifested my fiance in like two weeks. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God, that's so good. Good job. Yeah. Um, so I was wondering if you try and choose one focus at a time or do you just like Abraham Hicks style be like general, live the happiest life and everything will work out? No, I'm way more focused. I'm way more like determined, focused, intentional vibes where I feel something coming in. I believe it coming in. I, um, I feel it to a sense of like completion or satisfaction that it's already done on the spiritual realm and I hold the vibration and I, I believe it's coming. So that doesn't mean you have to think about it all the time in like a stress out fearful way or something. It means that when any doubts or fears or limiting ideas come in, you kind of go back to like, no, I know what I've chosen. I know what I've created. I know where I'm going. So that's more my vibe. I think as I've gotten more and more and more practice with it, with many though, like I have, I think I have more manifestation like muscle or space or something where it is easier to, to focus on multiple things, set intentions in multiple areas. But that the way I came I'm going to use a strong word, but I, I, I think it's true. The way I became a master at money was a lot of really intentional focus around money, you okay. know? Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And so I know- But you- tell us how you manifested your fiance in two weeks, though. This, oh, my God. Well, do that, does the audience already know? Because I don't. They, they've been following the Instagram story, but long story short, I just got really intentional, and I was like, this is what I want. So when I'm manifesting, basically everything you say in your money book, and I felt into it every single day, and I- felt called to surprise a girlfriend in Toronto, like across the country. And he's her best friend and roommate. And we met and we were in love by 24 hours. And he got me this beautiful ring. <laughs> how long have you been dating? Yeah. Pardon? How long, how long have you been dating? We've literally known each other for five weeks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so this is a new manifestation. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been like a crazy whirlwind. But anyway, Um, so I know you're not like super into like routines, but your Mm. favorite manifestation practice that you would utilize to like get into the vibration. (sighs) For me, it's journaling. Um, you know, the part in the many book where I have, I'm like, do something to help yourself, whatever it is for you to lock it in. And I give a few examples and one's like a visualization example. One's like a, a, like a riffing on something verbal example. And one's like the journaling. Mm Mm-hmm. So for me, the journaling is the fastest. Like if I get out my journal and I just write, well, I mean, first I look at what are my fears, doubts, many beliefs, like what's going on under the surface here? What, what needs to just be looked at? So it can like, I don't know, those things nag at us if we don't look at them. Yeah. So in my journal, I like to kind of look at what's going on below the surface. If any of it feels real or true for me, or I'm kind of buying into it or believing it. I need to disprove all those ideas as just stories that aren't the ultimate truth. Mm-hmm. And then I like to just kind of journal and riff and rant from that inspired 
place of like, I actually get to have everything I want. So I'll just write like, I have, you know, it could be anything. I have this much in the bank. I have this many people in courses. This is how I feel in my career. This is how I feel with my team. I feel this, I feel that. I, feel, I do whatever. It, I just kind of like journal and journal and journal and free write from the state of already having everything I want. And that's like the fastest way to shift my vibration. Love it. So yeah. what are you manifesting right now? What's next? What am I manifesting? So, um, man, all kinds of things. So my first seven figure launch was last year. So I need, I I was part of it. I bought money mentality makeover in that launch during that launch. That's amazing. I contributed to the million dollar launch. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I would, so I'd like to have another seven figure launch obviously. We did 3.6 last year. I would like to do 5 million this year. Um, I'm becoming an author. That's a vibe as you know, but (laughs) learning how to self-publish, you know, I like, I turned on a book deal. This like choosing to self-publish has been like very intentional and like, I don't know, like heart guided or whatever. So learning how to be, become an author, put myself on a book tour, do all those things. Oh, so manifesting. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah. So manifesting being obviously a best-selling author, having a number one book, um, making a fuck ton of money. I mean, helping like a lot, like I want to help like a lot of people. Like, and for me, it's not just that I love my paid content. Don't get me wrong. I think I have great stuff, but I love my free content too. Like I would love to double more than double, like quadruple all the numbers on all the platforms of the people who like I help through like the podcast or the YouTube channels or the IGTV meditations or like all of it, you know? Yeah. So I would love to like really expand the audience, make effect to more money. I think we should have like, you know, at least like 1200 people in the money course this year. Like let's double those numbers. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, yeah. And I do want to have the hottest body ever. That is a vibe for this year. I feel yeah. very intentional, intentional, intentional about that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but this already feels locked in what I'm about to say. Like, I'm for sure on this, like that the love of my life 100% is coming. Like, I know for sure that's already locked in and cleared and coming through. Oh my God. It's yeah. the best feeling in the whole world. It's so exciting. Yeah, um, so good. I don't know how much longer you have, but um, I was going to ask you your favorite money manifesting story. I mean, they're all good. Hold on. Let me think. What's a really good one? A very recent one. Hmm. I mean, I, this is, this is one I kind of like because it just proves what I believe to be so true. So not, was it this past year? Was it the year before? The year before, I was teaching a lot about being like a vibrational match for like the amount of money you receive. Mm-hmm. And I was practicing it hard. And sometimes like when you're teaching something, you're required to learn it at a new level. So I would, all, I would say that like when it, when it looks like something's not going to happen, it's not faith or it's not faith until you believe anyway, right? Like you've heard me say that. Like yeah. it's not faith until it looks like it's not going to happen. You believe anyway. That's how I normally say it. So there were like three months in a row, I guess that was 2018, where I was like wildly short of my income goal and what the intention I had set on like the, like the last day of the month, like $50,000 short, like, at, like over and over and over again. And I really took the time to like be like, 
well, I have to believe like it is still coming through somehow, some way I'm holding the energy. I'm holding the faith. I'm teaching people that money can be consistent for you, even in an industry where you work for yourself and typically income is wildly inconsistent for people. So I have to hold this vibe. I have to hold the faith. And every one of those months over and over again, like some, a private, a new private client or a new mastermind client who I didn't even know, had never heard of, had never talked to, didn't know I was watching me, came in on the last day of the month and paid in full and sorted the whole thing out and put me over my goal again. I was just like, fuck, <laughs> like what I teach is, is true. And I'm just required to work, to work it at a higher level all the time. Yeah. So would you, I mean, I think I already know the answer to this, but regardless of like Instagram following or any of that, like if you are vibrating at a certain money frequency, you would say like, you can do it. Yeah. I made $10,000 off my first launch and that was before Instagram was a thing, before Facebook groups were a thing, before I had any idea how to use a Facebook fan page. I did not have a podcast. I mean, before this stuff even existed, I was like, okay, God, Like we need to get X number of people in this course. And like that very first course I sold out, I got my 10 people in it to make my money or wait, I'm telling that wrong. It was a $600 course and I made 10, maybe, I guess it was 14 or 16 people. I'm not remembering right now. I got my number of people in it, whatever it was. Um, so, but that was just through my Facebook personal page, but that's not because your Facebook personal page is the way to make a lot of money. That's because that was what I had at the time. Right. So I didn't tell stories about anything. I just shared my heart and my message and what I was doing inside of that course. I just shared it in the one place I had. And it was so weird because like people, like acquaintances on my page told friends, like people found out through people. Like I'm a guy I used to date's little sister signed up. It was a whole bunch of random people, but it created my first successful course and launch. And I've, I've kind of kept that attitude through all of this. Like I do have like a bigger following now, but like the numbers have really not never added up. Like you should, yeah. I shouldn't have been able to have a seven figure launch with, I don't know. I would, I would say for sure it was less than 20,000 on my email list. It was like either 15 or 18 at this time last year. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's only in the mid twenties now. Like it shouldn't have been possible. Like a lot of the things I've done shouldn't have been possible, but I just like, I expect, that's my whole thing about grace. You know, I expect to do my part and to hold the faith and believe that something will fill in the gaps and that it will, you know, that whole, it's all for my good and in my favor thing. That is something I hold when it really, really looks to be not true. Yeah. Oh, okay. Last question. If you, what do you wish you had known when you first started your business? I want to say, I wish I would have known that it was going to work, but I kind of don't because like not like kind of not knowing what you're doing and having to figure it out is kind of the whole vibe. Um, yeah. I wish I would have known, I guess. Or if you could give one piece of advice for like anyone starting a business or starting their manifestation journey. Okay. Let me think about this. So we have to, we have to go back nine years ago. I'm 25. I'm getting the balls to start a business. I feel like an absolute crazy person. (laughs) I think I would have just told myself it adds up. Like every single time you write a blog, every single time you learn how to do a new thing on your WordPress, every single time you get a little better at writing, a little better at posting, a little better at editing your image, like no matter what it is, like, cause it's not that like, 
editing pretty images is like the key to this or something. It's just whatever little thing you can get behind doing and you want to do that feels good to you, that you can relate to like your career and where you're going. Today, it really feels like every single one of those things added up, you know? Yeah. I love that because it makes it less stressful. I think a lot of us that are kind of more in the beginning stages feel like I have to do all of these things and it's super overwhelming and have a podcast and a YouTube, and, but it's like just one, no. one post at a time. <laughs> yeah. And don't do anything. Do not do one single thing because someone said you should. No, yeah. Don't. Just don't. You know what I mean? Like every single place I am on the internet, it's because I want to be there. And the reason I don't have funnels and I don't run ads is because I don't want to. I do not want to. I don't do things I don't want to do. Mm -hmm. And like, but I do with my whole heart the things I do want to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Doing a bunch of like half-assed things because someone said you need to is not the way to be successful. Yeah, I totally agree. So just set the intention, get in the vibration, follow the inspired action, would you say is your... Yep, I think you summed up my whole belief system really well. <laughs> I have been studying you for a while, so. <laughs> Yay, good job, good job. Okay, well, thank you so much. That was amazing. Thank you. Let's get, can I give your people a resource? Wait, when will this come yeah. out? Oh, yeah, duh. Sorry, I've never interviewed anyone on my podcast before. <laughs> oh, you know, you were great. Um, <laughs> yes, when, tell us all your and I'll can you tell I'm going to put it out right after this. <laughs> oh, right now? Oh, this yeah. is so great. Okay, then we know exactly what to tell the people. Okay, people. I am, first of all, I'm XO Amanda Francis on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. I just got a TikTok. Oh, so TikTok. Um, I I'm learning how to use it. I don't know how to use it. Anyway, but I'm XO Amanda Francis on all the places and I have a YouTube channel and I have a podcast. You can search Amanda Francis on YouTube or podcast. But the resource I was thinking we should give you guys, especially since this is coming out today, is I have free, what I call the free money manifesting resources. And when you go to the link that we'll put in your show notes, mm -hmm. you'll, you'll see that it says money mentality makeover waitlist. So this is the waitlist page for when I open money mentality makeover for pre-sale, you get $200 off. But whether you feel like taking advantage of the $200 off or not is completely irrelevant. You, I send you a bunch of free manifesting resources either way. So you get two money meditations. You get a three-part training um, on money. I can't remember what I called that one. It's blanking on me right now. Um, it was a good title. Bad, but I can't remember either. It doesn't matter. Oh, you get the earning with ease training, which is also a good training. Mm -hmm. um, oh, you get the money Bible bonus disproving that God is mad at you for wanting money. Um, there's just a bunch of good shit in there. So mm -hmm. opt into that, dig into the free money manifesting resources. And then if you're feeling the vibe later, you'll get, um, an email when money mentality makeover goes into pre-sale, which is actually in a few days. So oh, you'll get your 200 off. Yeah. Yeah. And I highly recommend it. I, I'm in money mentality makeover and I just always come back to it all the time. I was actually going to tell you the other, a few weeks ago, I was like, oh, I'll just kind of dive into this again. And within a few minutes of chapter one, I sold my first ever 10K package. Oh my God. Good job. That's amazing. Yeah. Wait, so you were in the money book or you were in the money course? I was do. I'm in both, but I was working on the money course and I was just like doing some of the homework and then somebody just messaged me. In module one? Yeah. So good. Yeah. Do you feel like, I feel my favorite thing about, I mean, I love a lot of things about the money course, but do you, do you do the bonuses too? Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like I, are amazing. The overcome yeah. I love. 
I think that like, I think <laughs> one thing I really like about what I've done is I've added like, I've added modules over the years. Like I think the six modules are great. Like they definitely take you through a process, but I think the 22 hours or whatever of all that bonus content on me riffing on different topics around money and giving you homework around those topics. I think those are like, I don't know. I think those are really vibey. I think the combination of the like intentional process of the money course with all the vibiness of the money bonus, I think all of it together is like quite a ex oh. experience. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's the thing you always talk about how people buy it and make their money back. And like, I've noticed that like a hundred times over since I bought it a year ago, whenever that launch was like, it's so good. It's almost instant. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. thank you so much for everything that you do, and thank you for um, letting me interview you. Thank you for having me. And you know, you have it forever, right? Like, whatever bonuses I end up, end up adding throughout this year, you get those too. Oh, oh my God, amazing. Can't wait. I know. It's a really good life for the many, the many mavens. <laughs> it's a good life. It's a good life. Thank you for right. having me, love. It was really fun. Yeah, thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye.